For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Twitch chat. Welcome back to another edition of This Is The New Shit on Twitch, on podcast. It's not new this week, Shane. It's literally the only episode that is not, that where the, the, the title of the podcast is wrong. That's very, Well, next week it'll be wrong, too. Very funny. Well, yeah, next, so, so right. We should, we should explain now, before we get into all the great records that came out this year, and there's a lot of them. Uh, we should explain mm-hmm. that that you know typically what we do every week we get on Twitch we talk about the five most anticipated albums from Mike's very professionally curated list and this week because you know we're winding down the end of the year we decided we would put our own personal top ten lists so I actually made a list Mike. Which is crazy because I know that you're not one to make kind of large official lists. You normally are like, yeah, like these three records were kind of my favorites, but to get a full 10 out of you, I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, yes, I am a full 10. Look at this face. No, uh, I (laughs) honestly, though, no, I I don't like to make the lists. I feel like I'm going to leave somebody out, maybe either Mm -hmm. a record that I just missed that is definitely worthy of being on the list. Oh, yeah. I just, cause I, I don't have time to listen to every album that came out or I'll, I'll somehow slight a friend by, Oh, putting it, putting someone above my, you know what I mean? And like, I, you know, mm-hmm. but, but Hey, this week or this year, I guess I should say no holds bar. You're going to get my top 10, a few honorable mentions. And, uh, I don't know. It was, it was not easy. I will say that it was not yeah. easy. And something I think that we kind of need to say with it not being easy, there are tons of great albums that came out this year. I don't think that's an understatement whatsoever. And there are definitely things that miss my top 10 list that, I don't know, any other year could have definitely deserved to be in the top 10. But 
because so much great music, because of just how I was feeling this year, everything like that. There are great records that got solid nine out of 10, near 10 out of 10, and they're just not in the top 10. I know. Is that crazy? It, it is. Yeah. And, and I wonder if that's the year actually was like if we're talking about one of the best years in recent music history or if it's mm-hmm. just we had so much time, you know, uh, to, yeah. to listen to music because I know I did. I think it's a little bit of both. I listen to a lot more more music this year than I think I usually do just because, you know, sitting around um, and, and of course talking to you every week, you're showing mm-hmm. me for the last how I mean, however, however many months we've been doing this. Four months now, I think you've been showing me, you know, lots of music and, and I'll say Probably of the top 10, um, I mean, several of them are, are albums that I don't think I would have really dove into as much if it wasn't for you, Mike. So um, so thank you for, for broadening my musical horizons. That's what we're here for. And someone is already complimenting me on my shirt. That's right. This is a full on button nice shirt. up shirt. Uh, the guys, I wish I had the memo. I would have gotten fancy too. <laughs> the, uh, the guys in, in my band, they, they, they call this my party shirt. I tend to wear it on roadie Friday. Ooh. Uh, yeah, they, they know when I, when this shirt's on that, uh, that, uh, maybe a couple of these will come out too. shout out to Miller high life, of course. And, uh, Ooh. yeah, so I, I'm ready to party. I'm here. I'm excited. And honestly, like this is just going to be a lot of fun to switch it up. Um, not that I don't enjoy it mm-hmm. every week, but this time we get to talk about our favorites and why and exactly. Yeah. Most of the time I'm just kind of telling the news and I get to give my, mm-hmm. a little bit of my opinion. I get to describe the band and everything like that. And we get our one album a week <laughs> where we kind of talk about, was it number one worthy? Right. Did we like it? Right. Everything like that. But like, man, to actually go in depth and just kind of, not only talk up things that we really like, but it's kind of an accomplishment, I think, to actually come up with albums this well, too, and like really talk up these bands a little bit more than we get to week to week. No, no, 100% agree. And I will disagree with you on one point, though, is that you oh, yeah, are, that? you definitely like to show your opinion whenever <laughs> you get the chance. You, you like to slide oh, you're, it you're in. You're not there. wrong. I know, because if people have been watching this on Twitch, and this will be anyone listening to this on the podcast later on on Friday when we put this out. You're going to get the real goods on Twitch because once in a while I have to go back and be like, Mike, I hate to edit you out here. But <laughs> can you say that? Like you're you're kind of sometimes like, ooh, taking it a little bit of a, a little bit of a hot take there. And it, happens. Uh, it, it does happen. So without further ado, I know everybody's waiting we're going to get into the top 10 list. So what we're going to do for people so they know what's going on, we're going to start number 10, Mike's top 10, my top 10, and then at the end, we'll talk about some of the records that we missed and uh, who really knows what happened. I might drive over there and fight Mike yep. at, at one point. So uh, this could be a oh, long it's stream. it's very probable. <laughs> Except the border is closed. Oh, fuckers. All right. Well, let's get into the top 10, Mike. I'll let you start off with your number 10 of the year. All right, so my number 10 record, uh, one of the first weeks, I don't know if it was the first official week, but we did talk about this album on the podcast. I've got Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void by Creeper. <laughs> no way. Uh, that's on way. my list. That's uh, great. That's a great album. Okay. I, I mean, absolutely. Oh, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. It came out uh, late July, I want to say. A pop punk album. If you're not familiar with Creeper, they're kind of like uh, new MCR, I guess, is a good way to put it. 
Um, I absolutely yeah. love this album though. Yeah. Um, all of the genre melding within it, like there's outlaw country kind of like some rock opera vibes along with like Gothic pop punk. I really don't know. Like they blend it perfectly. It's this really, really nice balance. And it's kind of one of those albums that makes you think like, why hasn't anybody made something similar? Like, I guess the black parade is kind of similar, but this just like takes it to a different level. I think. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Um, I love this record. And as I said, it's, I will be talking about it a little later on in the program. So mm-hmm. get ready for that. Um, I'll tell you this though, real quick on creeper. Cause I'm going to talk about them quite a lot later, a lot more later is I never really thought like, I liked the band. I thought they were a good band, yeah. but never blew me away until this album. You know, they went away, they broke up, they came back. And, you know, I think when this album came out, I liked it and I thought it was Mm -hmm. good, but I found, how long has it been out? Three, four, five months, even four months, five months, that album, I keep going back to it. And I feel like when you make Mm -hmm. these lists, that is a thing. If you keep going back to an album after months, after "Hmm, what am I going to put on? You know, that like that moment, it's like, you know, people have it when they put on Netflix Oh, what am I going to watch mm-hmm. with me? It's I get in the, the car and I'm like, again. what the fuck am I going to listen to? And, you know, this was an album that I just kept putting on. So uh, yep. that's a very worthy and, number 10. And that's something I was talking about, too, kind of in my notes that I made. I As I went through and listened, I made notes for every album as I kind of re-listened in the past couple of days. And I was like, I've never really liked Creeper before this album. So for a band yep. to go from some ba- somebody that I'm just kind of like ambivalent towards, I'm like, yeah, I'll see them live. They're fine. To being on my top 10 is absolutely crazy. Yeah. I think they pulled out all the stops and really refined a style that they've been working on for a long time. Yeah, and 100%. Really made it work. Yep. Nope. Uh, great number 10 pick. All right. My number 10 pick. I have yep. a split album. Haven't had a split Ooh. album in my top records in, in probably quite a while. This is a split album between No Effects and Frank Turner. And, you know, I think when this album came out or when I heard about it ca- coming out, I could mm-hmm. have easily said, hey, this could be my number one album of the year uh, because I just love both those artists so much in their own way. Um, I don't want to say, obviously, if it's in the top 10, it is not a bad record. There are things on this album, especially some of the Frank Turner versions uh, of the mm-hmm. No Effect songs that are absolutely incredible. Um, he did a, a version of No Effects, uh, their song Falling in Love, which is it's a it's a closing track of an album. Very sad song, but in No Effects typical fashion, it's fast, right? It's, you know, super punk fast. Yeah. But Frank Turner, he his take on it was like super, super slow. Um, almost like almost like Leonard Cohen vibes, like nothing yeah. you would ever think, you know, could come out of no effects and it couldn't. But the fact that it's the same song um, done that way, uh, it's almost more of a reimagining than a cover. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. Um, but one thing that Frank did and I'm a huge no effects fan and they've shaped my, you know, punk rock for me and my life, everything. Um, and I love that Frank he changed the songs and he did he did so much to them, but he didn't change the melodies of the originals. And I feel like mm-hmm. with cover songs in general, when someone really takes a lot of liberties with a melody of an original, I find it usually misses the mark for me. 
unless I don't already know yeah. the song. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so I, I thought it was, it was a really, really cool release from two of my favorite bands. I didn't, you know, I could have probably made it an honorable mention, but I think it's better than that. So that's why for me, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's my number 10. And I really like that record too. Obviously, uh, being a little bit younger, no effects, Frank Turner, are kind of artists that I haven't been exposed to a lot. Um, I saw no effects at warp 25, probably one of the greatest sets of my life because they were flying on a plane when their set was supposed to start. But like <laughs> with this EP was kind of like my first foray into quote unquote new music from them. Yeah. And I really liked their songs. I really liked Frank Turner songs as well. Another new artist that I kind of discovered this year, not only because of this EP, but because I've seen a bunch of friends hyping him up and something that if you asked me two years ago, would you be listening to kind of like folk punk? I would say no, but now here I am, right? Yep. Like listening to this different style of music and I absolutely love it. There you go. All right. Let's move on to number nine, Mike. Uh, or do you want me to go first this time? How do you want to do this? Uh, let's, let's have you go first. Okay. Let's I'm going to, uh, okay. I'm going to go first. Um, so my, my number nine record is, uh, <laughs> is, is an album that was very polarizing, has been very polarizing yeah. And even, I think I know what it's gonna even be. today uh, has been and, and it's funny because because it seems like it's a bit of a tone deaf take after the statement yesterday. Uh, it mm-hmm. is Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall yeah. at number nine. And, you know, an album that it's funny because it's still a new album. It's only been out for a couple yeah. months. Um, and I don't know if this one's going to have the staying power of like maybe, you know, like creeper uh has had for me mm-hmm. but i do think that this album deserves a spot even even if it's just for talking about it because we talked <laughs> about be- this album probably more than any lot. other album so you know I and, and I, do, so. I do think it's a solid record i think there's some really good songs on it and um mm-hmm. despite yeah i mean i'm actually not wearing shoes right now so machine Neither gun kelly I. probably fucking hates me I should be wearing something extremely even. uncomfortable for this, for this, look up this, look up this wall behind <laughs> me. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pointing at minor, minor threat right now. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I need to be wearing some extremely uncomfortable shoes, but no, uh, machine gun Kelly at number nine for me. Um, I don't know if it made your list, Mike, I have a feeling it probably didn't might be an honorable mention, uh, but it didn't this year. Okay. Yep. Uh, but, uh, for um, me, for me, it did crack the top 10. And it's a record, mm-hmm. to be honest, I didn't know much about Machine Gun Kelly before the record came out. I listened to it with a pretty blank slate in my mind because I, 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 I knew he was like a rapper thing, and an actor, but I... All you told I, me was he's the most confusing person. Like Confuti- Confusing artist. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know what the hell he was. I maybe still don't. So um, <laughs> I don't think anybody does anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's my number nine. We could talk all day about that, but we've got a lot more oh, albums. Yeah. We got like seventeen more and, albums to get to, if my math's correct. So, uh, and well, it's it's not on my list, but I really do love that album. I think it was great. I don't think it's the best pop punk record that came out this year, but it's definitely a record that I think shook things up as far as mainstream sounding like radio pop punk yep. and put kind of like the Blink One Eighty Twos, the Sum Forty Ones, on their toes and said, "Hey, step up." Absolutely, yeah. And, and someone in the chat says here, uh, "Smile in your stream." I like that name. He uh, or she is saying, "Quick, fast, gets right to the point, makes you want to listen to it again." And it does. And that is exactly. that is always that always works for me in my uh, super super bad low small mm-hmm. attention span that exists in within my brain. So, hundred percent. Right, let's go on. You're number nine, Mike. Something that is not fast. 
Uh, my album, number nine, is The Great Dismal by Nothing. They're a okay. small kind of, I call them rock gays because they're kind of like this post-grunge sounding band. They've got some core influences. Like there are some like light breakdowns, but there's no like screaming or anything. And like they mix with shoegaze. Um, there's nothing super technical about their writing. All the drum patterns are pretty standard. The riffs are kind of sludgy and uninteresting, but there's kind of this like overall feel of like melancholy relaxation. I kind of want to say to the album where like, right. It almost makes you sad, but puts you in a relaxed state by doing it, which I think is a really cool vibe. Um, something and honestly, this record I've kind of been looking for for a long time is something that sounds like this. Right. Because it really reminds me, you know, Incubus, obviously, right? Incubus. Yes, I know Incubus. Incubus. So their song <laughs> Stellar. I don't know why I always say album. it with a lisp. I have to say it with a lisp. <laughs> Who knows? It's a long story. Uh, we'll get to it another time. Another time. But like that song Interstellar that they have or Stellar, I think with like kind of the spacey vibes and everything like that. It's like that toned down a little bit, but the entire album, like when I listen yeah. to it, it makes me want to go float in one of those chambers that has like the salt in the water. So you float and they like make it so there's no sound and no light and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But I just want that album playing. Like that's it. Like, no, I, I've, I have heard, relaxing. I've heard of this band. I know, I know they, put out records i think it's on relapse and i feel like mm-hmm. maybe they had something to do with death wish at one point or like you know but definitely they're one of those bands that like you see their shirts and they're always worn by someone really cool like they're a they're a really cool yeah. band um in that sort of you know i, I don't want to say call them like hipster metal because that's not really accurate mm-hmm. but they are in that kind of cool scene which sometimes feels a little daunting you know, to get yeah. into it, but I definitely it, now it kind that, of gatekeeper. Yeah, exactly. But now that you've had it on your list, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go back and check this record out and probably some of their other, mm-hmm. other albums too. And, um, cause I, cause I never have a completely d- new band for me it. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like completely new band. It, it fell into the kind of that trap, which I fall for sometimes where it's got really cool, interesting album art. Yeah. It's just, it's got this light coming down. It's just got this real old dude. And I don't know why, but like, I was like, that looks like something I might be into. And overall, I am into it and made my top 10. So yeah, absolutely. I wish I had like a, if I was better at OBS and I could just put like the album we're talking about and a little picture of it. Oh, that, that'd be wouldn't cool. that be good? But we, we, to be, to be just so people know, it's not that we're, you know, super disorganized or anything. I don't know Mike's list and Mike doesn't know mine. So no, this is not, don't. yeah, we, we don't know what we're, what each other's are going to say. Uh, and that's, that's half the fun for me at least. So, uh, without further ado, oh, yeah. Mike, let's go to your number eight since we're doing it that way now. So my number eight, we've talked about this fairly recently mm-hmm. and we actually brought up and I kind of smiled when we were talking about if this album is going to peak its way into any top tens. And I okay. feel like you had a, inkling of thought that it was going to peek into mine okay but i've got black line by respire out oh, of toronto canada 100 percent uh it that this record kind of kind of took me by storm uh what two oh, weeks yeah. ago yep uh two weeks ago it came out uh this band is uh i don't even know they're really good <laughs> you know yeah um it's, <laughs> and it's wild and i'll tell you mike when when you you know you brought the band up on the show you had them as the number one most anticipated two out two weeks ago 
um mm-hmm. you know the band actually hit us up and said thanks and you know and i'm like oh yeah, we're spreading the word but, but i've been seeing seeing them on some other lists too oh yeah uh, people are starting to like, take notice and this is i mean again we have trouble really defining what this music they're playing is mm-hmm. it's heavy it's got a lot of emotion at the same time a lot of vibe uh very talented There's- very technical but really, mm-hmm. really just it's good. the way I've kind of like described it is it's almost this kind of like niche and heavy music that I think is starting to find where obviously we've we've had orchestral metal for a long time where you've got like Flesh God Apocalypse Ellipse and stuff like that. And they're using like violins and stuff. But like this actually feels like a composed orchestra piece all the way through the album where it really kind of ebbs and flows and rises and falls and just it's so impressive the kind of forethought in order to get an album to sound like this all the way through. Yep. And I just really, really love it. Um, I don't even know what else to say about it. We've we've talked about it. We've talked about it so much. I feel like I'm just kind of repeating myself. Like, Um, but it's, but but like, like I just said, it's hard. It's kind of hard to talk about. You kind of, people kind of have to hear the record, I think, and and make up their own mind. But just to me, to me, what what strikes me most about it is just the the parts of the record that seemingly come out of nowhere that grab you. Yeah. And it's just it's not like I don't ever feel like this when I listen to extreme metal and it it, mm-hmm. it makes exactly. me feel like it's just I, 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 I yeah, this is on my list, too, Mike. So um, Beautiful. maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say that, but we're we'll uh, we'll move on. Right. Um, Real quick. Like just. Yeah. While you were talking, it popped in my head. This record is, for those of you familiar with me, you know that I absolutely love a band called Sleep Token. And their album came in really late last year and stole my album of the year from Bring Me the Horizon. This is kind of like my Sleep Token for this year, where super late release, and it's probably going to be one of the only things I'm listening to through the kind of like drought months of January, February. Um, Yeah. Hop on the hype train. It's a phenomenal album. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um. Not now. We're on my your number, number eight. eight, Shane. My number eight is a band from the UK. Uh, been around a long time. Made a lot of great music. Uh, friends mm-hmm. of mine. Uh, toured with them in the past, but I think they made the best album of their career. And this is oh, yeah? Enter Shikari. With um, all right. With their album called. Nothing is true and everything is possible. And I had... Um, is that what it's called? I believe so. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know. 100% <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Okay. Well, this this record is um, uh, was a really, in, in, in my opinion, it's their best album. It came at a really... Mm-hmm. It, it came at a time where I thought, you know, kind of early, early to mid-quarantine where... For some reason, April 17th, this yeah. album sort of spoke to me and there's a lot here. I mean, there's like a song that's a full on like soundtrack song, like super, the, the super piece. ambient. And yeah. And um, really like for, for me, I think the record was so strong. And then there was that kind of in the mid to end and the end of the record is strong. And I was like, OK, this this is 100 percent. In my opinion, of course, the the best Enter Shikari record, and you know that's saying mm-hmm. a lot because they've they've made a lot of great songs and a lot of great music over the years. Um, so I will say something. This is a fun fact. 
as long as I've been doing the list and been making a top 10, Enter Shikari has never been absent from my top 10. And that is true this year. Okay. So yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. It's, um, um, it's, it's, I think it's an absolutely amazing album. And real quick, I just will agree with the point that it is, it is the best album that they've made in their entire career. And I think that they are only trajecting up as well. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, you did eight, you did your number eight. So now I'm at my number seven, yep. right? Okay. Maybe yep. we're doing this in a confusing way, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, n- number seven, uh, is a debut album. I believe Ooh, the only debut album on this list and yeah, it is. And this is a band that, uh, I, I knew a little bit intimately from the all access club. Mm-hmm. One of the members, uh, actually was, is in the band actually, uh, isn't in the band anymore. Uh, yep. have, yeah, I won't get into into the reasons why. It's all cool though; they're cool. Um, and this yep. band is called Dragged Under out of Seattle. Love this record. This love is a this record. Really, really solid record. If you like fun post hardcore, like post hardcore that's got a little bit of punk to it, a little mm-hmm. bit of attitude, um, c- kind of doesn't isn't afraid to break the rules a little bit. And yep. again. This, this, I think this record came out in February, maybe, maybe March, early February. in the year. And again, it's just an album I kept going back to, um, you know, and, and again, mm-hmm. that says a lot. If, if I'm listening to this record, OK, yeah, the record was, was, it was good. It was pretty good. It was it was it was like some for me, it was like somewhere between good and great. But then the more I listened to it and the staying power it's had over the past nine, ten months, um, I think yeah. that it's absolutely needs to be uh, in the top ten and especially it being a debut record from a new band, uh, Dragged Under. Mm-hmm. Uh, the World is in Your Way, I believe it's called. Great album. Yep. Everyone should check it out uh, 100%. I 100%, 100% agree with this. Uh, like Shane said, if it's fast, fun, post-hardcore, it's kind of, if you like Beartooth, I would say they're a really similar band. Yeah. Uh, I know we've mentioned that on the show a couple of times. I absolutely love this record. It was a couple short from making it on my top 10. Um, I wish it could have been, but that's just how the die rolls, right? Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely love this record, though. It is so solid. I love the guys and Dragged Under. It definitely deserves a top 10 spot. And I really like that pick, Shane. Thanks, man. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like so far you're on board with my list. And, and that's good because, yeah. honestly, like I want to, you know, do something that's true to me. But, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I want, but I, but I also want to make sure that you, you know, I'm paying attention, Mike. So, uh, oh yeah, this is, that's my list and that's my number seven and it's time for your number seven. So my number seven, uh, I've got a lot of Pennsylvania bands. I think I only have two Pennsylvania bands, but I've mentioned one of them already, uh, with their new album underneath and probably in the hardcore punk scene, one of the most controversial kind of like bands to put out an album this year, but it's code orange. Oh Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely love this record. This record, and I know you. we've talked about it kind of like with Respire, how there's all of a sudden these moments that just kind of surprise you. Yeah. This record still surprises me. Like, I forget, I think it's the second song where all of a sudden there's kind of this like glitchy noise and all of a sudden it just stops for like half a second and then just starts going again. Like, that <laughs> still surprises me to this day. I... <laughs> absolutely love the energy in this record. Like you don't think it's almost 15 minutes long. Like you almost like, you're like, I'm going to listen to this code orange record. Like I really remember enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, like you're strapped in for this ride almost. Oh yeah. And 
like 50 minutes later, you're like, this is one of the best records I've listened to all year. Um, I think it's one of the most innovative hardcore albums to come out in a long time. I've, I'm not super into hardcore, so I'm probably saying something a little taboo there, but like, I think this record's just absolutely crazy. And I just love when bands kind of take something that's such a huge risk as this album being so electronic influenced. Yeah. It's crazy good. And and you know what? We saw this coming like this band didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, they've been killing it for years. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, and, and one of the cool things too about this band is, I guess a lot of bands have had pretty shitty 2020s. I feel like Code Orange has had probably yeah. one of the better 2020s, you know, start, oh, yeah. <laughs> like having their record come out. And then they had that stream on Twitch, I believe, where they had like, you know, like 10,000 people watching them play in that venue right yeah. as quarantine, you know, hit in March. And now they've mm-hmm. put and, they, you know, they put out this album that's just blown people's minds um it's in it's in my honorable mentions uh easily easily could have been on the list it's hard you know shit we're talking about like the difference between my number one and my number 10 album i mean i love them all uh minuscule but yeah but but absolutely a great pick and i'm glad that you uh i'm glad that they're on one of our lists because they Mm -hmm. they really deserve to be also also coolest vinyl record i purchased this year at least new one because it's got the holographic uh front on the vinyl cover so as you move it around, the kind of like face album artwork shifts and looks glitchy. And I just think that's awesome aesthetic all the way through. And, and that's just another thing that I love about this band is aesthetically, like they are committing hard to this. Yep. Like all the live streams are this kind of like techno hardcore thing. It's so cool. And oh, I yeah. absolutely love I it. I always love their music videos too. They have some of the best, oh, yeah. some of the best music videos in, in, uh, in their genre, hundred percent too. Uh, all right. Are we already at number so, six? Yeah, so yeah. totally switching it up with my number six that's, now. That's okay. That's, uh-huh. what, that's what this is about. We're probably going from the one of the heaviest to one of the lightest albums on my list. And coming out of Sydney, Australia, this was the actual first record that I think we talked about on the cast. Once we kind of like went live after our test runs, it's yep. Pink Elephant by Stand Atlantic. 100%. I absolutely adore this record. It is what I think pop punk should be in 2020. It is quirky while still managing to be serious and it's fun. It's bouncy. It's hypey. Like everything about this record is just great. It's what you expect from a pop punk record. And then a little bit more. If we were counting down top 10 vocal performances of the year, mm-hmm. I think that you could easily put this at number one. Uh, oh yeah, Bonnie, uh, just what a vocalist! She just she's just tremendous, um, insane. And this album is is uh, is amazing. This is also on my honorable mentions, by the way. Um, don't nice. want to don't want to spill the beans on all my honorable mentions, but that's kind of how it's working out. Yeah, it's a great album, and uh, yeah, the songs are good, and I do really like. Mm-hmm. I think again, Bonnie was on the show. Uh, check it out a few few months ago when the album came yep. out. We talked about it, and you know, I really do like that about how they don't take themselves too seriously. Right? They they've got this. Yeah, like the album is serious, and obviously the subject matter, but but there is uh, there really is this lightheartedness to it. That is, it mm-hmm. feels right, you know? Like, like one of my favorite moments, like Hate Me, the last song on the album, there's like, you can hear kind of like 
they're in the studio and they're just messing around and like Bonnie just goes spaghetti and they're just like what <laughs> and then like the music starts going on and she's just like spaghetti and like they just go into the song and that's the version <laughs> they kept like it's so great and like another thing that I just need to comment because obviously Bonnie's vocal performance is phenomenal but I think a lot of that is lended to the mix as well kind of allowing her to shine through because the band isn't just like going power chords and stuff like that. They're having fun fill riffs. The drummer is just going nuts. The electronic yeah. effects that they chose were just so perfect for this record. And I think kind of like all the stars aligned to, I think make something great. I've said previously water punks or water parks is what pop punk should be in 2020, 2019, whatever. And I think Stan Atlantic has set the new bar. So if you're putting out a pop punk album in 2021, you better like, this is what you got for me. All right. Bring it. All right. All right. And uh, we're moving on to my number six, right? Yeah. So my number six uh, is a a band of people I think a lot of people are familiar with. If you're not, you should be. They've been doing it for a long time at a very high level. Every time they put in an album, the world takes notice. They're always on the end of the year list for a good reason. This is Touche Amore with Lament. Uh, an, an album that again it, it came out um i don't i think i didn't really know it was coming out too one, one of those albums that not 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 to say they surprise released it or anything i don't believe they did mm-hmm. but i kind of just one day was like oh shit that's out this week you know and put it on probably when i texted you yeah probably put it on said oh, okay like i'm i'm sure i'm gonna like this but didn't know it was gonna be probably my favorite touche record uh, again, yeah. just, just the staying power. It's still there. It's still one that that's probably going on in my car. Uh, it's just, it's just really a great record. I don't really know what else to say mm-hmm. about it. They took a few chances this time with their yeah. sound, even just the structure of some of the songs, you know, wasn't mm-hmm. always just like hardcore song structure band, you know? Um, and I think that that might've turned off some people. I don't think it did because yeah. again, I'm seeing this on lists. People, I'm not the only one that mm-hmm. liked this album. That's for sure. It's an incredible album. But I, I thought when I listened to it, okay, maybe this is is going to be this is going to rub people the wrong way. Sure as hell didn't rub me the wrong way. I think this is is maybe their mm-hmm. best album. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's my Absolutely number. Great album. That's my number six. I also agree with it being their best album to date. It's absolutely. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Now, before I get into my number five, uh, do you mind doing a quick midway point recap? Because I know some yeah, people on Twitch here are, are, are like, where's the list? What happened? Uh, and I'm sure on the podcast, because this is going to be probably a lot longer than a normal episode, we'll do a quick recap. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll do mine, then you do yours, okay? At my, at my number 10, Sounds I had good. the No Effects Frank Turner split. And you had at your number 10, Mike? At my number 10, I had Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void by Creeper. And my number nine was Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. And I had The Great Dismal by Nothing. Number eight, I had Enter Shikari, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. And I had Black Line by Respire. And number seven was Dragged Under with The World is in Your Way. And I had Underneath by Code Orange. And number six for me was Touche Amore with Lament. And I had Pink Elephant by Stan Atlantic. Okay. Which means we're getting into the top five. And yes, we that's, are. Uh, that's what this show's all about. 
pulling so, out the big guns. So now, we now we're to our actual format. This is where we really hit our stride. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to go take a piss or something. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm I don't need a break. Do I? Ooh, ooh, this shirt. I, I mean, it's an uncomfortable you shirt. Getting old, Machine you gun Kelly would be proud. I'm wearing like a something that's not my 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 wheelhouse. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the album. There's the recap, just for you, Sullenzer 12. 12, my favorite number. Uh, okay, let's get into the top five. Uh, I'll kick it off, Mike. My number five yeah. record. Uh, man, I, I, this, I, it's it, I'm, I'm already wondering if it should be higher than number five, because I think this record, again, this is a band. They've been around a long time. You talk about ups and downs. Are you putting your own band? <laughs> one <laughs> uh, a and one b is a no no i i did not put silverstein on the list but man that is funny um but you know a band that's not been around quite as long as silverstein but this has had definitely more drama this is dance gavin dance with their album afterburner um yes an album that Again, kind of, for me, kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know. I, I guess everyone knew it was coming out. It just out. happened. It just happened. And here was this album, and I didn't listen to it right away. Uh, don't mm-hmm. know why. Was busy or something. And There was a, a lot bunch... of discussion about this album right when it came out, too. Well, yeah, was there? I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell yeah. I was doing. This was. Did this come out pre-quarantine? Uh, it was like April, I want to say. Okay, it came right, right. So that's probably what I was doing. I was quarantining. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, this this album, man, I don't know this this like this record is is fire. And oh yeah, they're at their best. Every single one of them songs are great. I swear, they're like the best two, the the last like two tracks are like the best two songs on the album. This this record is just insanely mm-hmm. good. Probably their best album. And for a band that's gone through so much, when you talk about. You know, Johnny Craig member changes, <laughs> and yeah. you know, and the, then the his Johnny Craig experience. And along. Then, oh my <laughs> god! And then they, you know, this they got this guy Tillian, and now it's like no one even remembers, um, oh, you yeah. know that. And why would they? Because they're at their they're absolutely They've top exploded. of the mountain right now, and it's uh, just this record had to be in the top ten. I knew it had to be in the top ten. I wasn't sure where it was mm-hmm. going to go. Probably could have been number one, really, if I if I wanted it to but i i i'm just think in the middle of the list is is a good spot for it um ask me in five years it, it could be it could be the only record i'm talking about of these 10 i don't know it's yeah. it's a really really good record and this is like i absolutely love this dance gavin dance record and this might end up being my regret is because this dance gavin dance record is not on my top 10 okay i okay. absolutely love it um, this is the first time since I've been doing this that Dance Kevin Dance is not in my top ten. Interesting. Kind of also this, in the same line with Enter Shikari. Interesting. But like, I absolutely love this record. I feel like they took a lot of really good calculated risks with the song entirely in Spanish with getting Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Not but, actual Bill Murray. People should be like, "What, Bill Murray? Yeah. No, um, yes. Bill Murray, Bill, Johnny Frank, Bill Pocket. Murray." But yes, which but, by the way. I do not have Bill Murray Eggy Pocket have, on this list because I it's an EP, right? Yeah, we decided, we're doing EPs I, we next talk, week. We didn't talk about that being specifically an EP because it is seven songs. It's kind of an in-between EP, yeah. LP, but yeah, it's it's going to be on my EP list, which we're going to do next week, along with all the other yep. uh, talks, such EPs. as Most Disappointing Album, Earn Day, uh, and um, 
everything else. So singles. Yeah. So tune in next week uh, for that. But right now we're going to continue talking about the rest of them. Um, anything else to say about Dance Gavin Dance? No, I absolutely love it. But I just felt like from other Dance Gavin Dance releases, like there was something just a little bit missing for me. Wow. From this one. I don't know what wow. it, I don't know what it was. And it's you, maybe Mike. A later re-listen. <laughs> it's is not going them. To, it's you. It's definitely me. <laughs> but like obviously maybe a later re-listen and just like mm-hmm. taking a break from Dance Gavin Dance because I have been absolutely obsessed with this mm-hmm. band for five, six years now. And it's kind of one of those bands that's just on heavy rotation. Maybe I'm just tired of it and I come back and I say, Okay, you know what? This album does slide into my top ten now. Sorry, Creeper. Like, who knows? But that's kind of where I'm at. All is right. it time for my number five now? It's it's your time your turn, Mike. You actually you get to do it's number five turn. and number four. That's how we're doing it. Okay, so this one, this is a band that wasn't talked about on the podcast. I wish I would have known about them, so I could have talked about them on the podcast. I'm very sorry, Shane. Okay. But this band is Noya. They're from Sweden. Their band is spelled N-O-I-J-A, but it's pronounced Noya, like paranoia. J-A. J-A? J-A. Okay. Okay. And it's their new album, Through Fire, All Things Are Renewed. Okay. This album is an absolute heart-wrenching roller coaster it is probably one of the most depressing albums <laughs> that i have on my top 10 this year okay like oh, it sweden. kind of starts it's dark in, all the time it's probably what time is it getting dark in sweden right now like fucking 12 30 i have no idea yeah it's, any it's, swedes it's, in the chat help us out yeah it's probably it's probably literally dark at like 1 30 p.m it's brutal there this time of year oh, so yeah. yeah it's a de- it can be a depressing ass place there's but, probably someone from sweden in there so this album, I'm I'm gonna kind of rant a little bit about it. It starts and ends with a spoken word track, and the first one is just kind of all spoken word, kind of almost uh, trigger warning, suicidal thoughts, talking mm. about I pressed the chef's knife up to my neck. If I dragged it across, would anybody notice I was gone? Type things like that, like real dark. Okay, and throughout the album, it kind of takes this journey where it kind of wrenches itself out of that darkness and gets to a really kind of like high point right in the middle. But then it does this thing that I really like with an album where it kind of slips back down, not all the way back down, but kind of like follows the emotional state of like us people, right? Like we get out of these deep, dark kind of depressions and we get really happy, but it's not going to last forever. And you're not eventually at some point you're going to fall back down. The important thing is not falling down as far as you did in the first place i think and the ending kind of spoken word track really does an amazing job where that where they're talking about and i don't know if they got fans to do this and like write in messages of hope but it's a bunch of different voices at this people now and it's talking about how like i had a friend who just came and was there for me and stuff like that or like i was there for somebody else and all these kind of really uplifting messages and Throughout the entire album, it's kind of like this really good conversation about mental health. Um, the lyricism hmm. is just hmm. amazing. Like, I love this kind of like one lyric towards the end of the album. It's a song called Rain. And it's just, I wrote it out specifically. This is the only lyric I'm actually going to quote from any album. Yeah. I, I, it, I mean, keep he, going, Mike. I can tell you're really passionate he, about this this album. So continue, please. The, the singer just kind of goes, rain, fall, pour down take and erase you and they just kind of like chant that over this like really slow drum pattern with kind of acoustic guitar and like a violin and it's just absolutely beautiful like nothing's really focused 
again on the instrumentals or drum work, but it's still phenomenally done. It kind of like matches the theme of the music, which is something that I really like. Like I would compare this kind of the nothing album. This one's definitely a little bit heavier. It's got some screams. Um, okay. If you like and holding if you like holding absence and day seeker and thousand below, like this album's going to be right up your alley. So like, they're called, they're called Noia N O I J A J A. Yeah. Okay. And absolutely phenomenal band. I love this album. I, Another one of those things where kind of like Dance Gavin Dance, maybe, and I found this kind of a little bit later, they came out in like the end of August, maybe it slides up and I've been, I didn't really listen to it a lot. I listened to it once or twice and I don't think I gave it an honest listen the first time I heard it. Yeah. And it's slowly kind of been earworming itself back and I've been like, I should check out that album again. And all of a sudden it's kind of on like my weekly rotation now and I absolutely love it. It's a phenomenal album. There you go. I suggest everybody check this out. Well, hey, I mean, you you talked probably talked about it more than I'm going to talk about my number one album. So that's that's saying something right there. Um, Cool. Yeah, I posted just the name of the band in the in the chat there just for people um, to to check it out. Um, Is it my turn or your turn still? It's my turn. Oh, I believe because yeah, I've only talked. I've only done my number five. Okay, yeah. Moving on to Mike's number four before we get to my number four. Coming in at number four, probably the longest album release cycle of the year because <laughs> they released this album in two song EP increments. I've got Slow Decay by the Acacia Strain. Ah, all right. Cool. I'm, gl- this I'm glad is, this is so high up. Great people, great band. Uh, don't, they don't get talked about enough either. This is good. I really don't think they do. This is honestly like hands down the angriest, most pissed off record (laughs) I have heard all year. Like you can say like, Oh, fever's very angry. And I'm like, yeah, fever's pretty angry. Or you could say like whatever deathcore band who's talking about like curb stomping puppies or whatever. Like, no, this album is absolutely pissed. I love it so much. If you've ever been a fan of the Acacia strain, you know that they've always been just an incredible band lyrically and instrumentally. Right. Like, Mm-hmm. Amazing more, guys, more pissed than Mike they, on Saturday night game night. Yes, it, it's impressive. <laughs> I don't actually get that pissed on Saturday night game night. I've seen you once or twice. Yeah, once no or twice. <laughs> once or twice. But like, uh, they also did something cool that like the Acacia Strain's never done with like having so many features on an album. I don't think they've ever really even had features. No, no. But like, they got Courtney Plant and like Aaron Hurd and. All of the, like everything about this album is just great. It's probably one of my favorite Deathcore records ever, if not my favorite Deathcore record to ever come out now. Yeah. Well, you um, know, what's interesting about it, incredible. and it's not not to say that I don't uh, think this record is worthy of the top 10 or top five. I think mm-hmm. it absolutely is. Um, I'm surprised it's on your list because of the way it was rolled out. And I know, mm-hmm. Mike, you know, you have your we should have actually explained this earlier, how Mike has a very elaborate grading system. Uh, we got into this yes. a little bit last week, but uh, about, you know, all your different categories and, and how you 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 come up with this. Like, I just basically go straight from the heart mm-hmm. and say this. You got, you actually, you know, have have complex fucking calculus uh uh, algebra geometry equations that you do to come up with this something like that but but that being said you know this album being released slowly 
you know, two songs at a time, I feel like that for you isn't always the best because you don't like albums no. when 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 they come out and you've already heard like when when albums have, have been, you know, five, six, seven singles, you know, and, and more See. than half the record you've already heard. I know that that bo- that bothers mm-hmm. you a lot. So I'm, I'm a bit surprised for that reason. So and I 100 percent agree with that. And I think that. Like I talked about last year with Sleep Token too, they also did this thing where they released the album one song at a time at every full moon. They released a song. <laughs> oh, which I is like that. Crazy cool. Well, hopefully <laughs> next year we get to talk more about Sleep Token because it's one of my favorite bands. But um, Slow Decay, like there's a thing that you can do, I think, where you can release albums slowly like this as long as there's kind of a thematic approach, which I think I like more. Like, Acacia Strain, they released the first 10 songs or whatever, and they weren't yeah. songs in order either. They were just random singles. And they said D. So D-E-P, then E-P. And they spelled out Decay, and it was slowly uh, yeah. the original album artwork, and it was fading into this kind of like desolate thing. So I have the banner, like super long banner with the whole artwork that says Slow Decay, and it has the entire menagerie of like, oh, it's really pretty to like death and everything like that. Nice. And like... I also think it lends into their hand that every single song that they put out was an absolute banger. Like that this works. album is just bangers straight through. <laughs> so I'm hyped the entire time that it's coming out. I was kind of mad that I had to wait two months for the last two songs where they had been doing it every two weeks, but that's because vinyl delays, I think, and everything like that. But like, yeah, if you're releasing like seven singles on a 12 song album and all of those are bangers, I don't mind as much. Right. Right. But if like one or two of them I'm pretty mad on, I'm kind of worried about your album now. Yeah. So, yeah. And you bring absolutely up, and you bring amazing. Up, uh, album. You bring up Sleep Token. Sleep Token is the band that has like, like no one knows who they are. They're from yep. like the UK and like, yeah, super crazy. They're a collective. Yeah. They're a yeah. collective and Am- they worship the god sleep. Super yeah. am- like ambient. Like, I don't know. Are there that, yeah, that record they put, they, was it last year they put out that record? Yeah. Uh, my album yeah. of the year. Oh, was it your album of the year? Oh yeah. wow, yeah that no that um yeah that band is is insane. I love that band. Um yeah, cool. Okay, um my turn. Uh, Your number four. We're, we're going to my, my number four. Well, we've already talked about this one a little bit. Um, number four for me is is Respire. Nice or Respire, 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 uh, with their album Black Line. Again, this is funny because we've been talking about this band so much. We even. Earlier yeah. in the stream, we <laughs> we said, uh, you know, that, that we're kind of out of things to say. Uh, so let's just beat them over the head with it one more time. You really, yeah. really got to check out Respire if you. Uh, yes, it's French for breathe. Thank you, Pat. Uh, check out the record shelf, everybody. The record shelf dot net, by the way, uh, sponsor of the show and a uh, great website. If you don't know what to do with all these new records you're finding out about, you can put them on your virtual record shelf. It's really great. Keep track of them. Yeah, it's really, really great. Uh, check it out. But no, uh, um, but yeah, Respire, band out of Toronto, Canada. Uh, band I was not aware of until three weeks ago. And now they're, this mm-hmm. is my number four album of the year. That's how good this record is. Uh, I've been spending more and more time with it. Every time I listen to it, I catch something else. It's so complex. Like the the yeah. mixing and layering is yeah. just phenomenal. Yep. Because like whenever I find something new too, I'll like go back and rewind and like hear it again so that I can hear when the part starts. And like even though I'm focusing on this little thing that's like 
you'd almost think it would normally be buried in a mix. It sounds pristine. Like it's so good. Yeah, it's it's it really is a great record. So that's why it's there at number four. Um, and now we'll move on to my number three. So we're in the, the top three albums now. Top three. And, um, Choose three, this, my lord. This record. Well, okay. Now I, I hope you know I'm not going to get in trouble. I, I I think this is a full length album. I think it's only eight songs, and it's um, it's uh uh pretty long though. And this is Bring Me the Horizons, uh, post human survivor horror. Um, uh, do you call it talk EP about it, or are you going to call it a, oh, a an LP? I was going to talk about it next week. Okay, that's fine. I, I mean, we didn't. Again, this is we're being honest yeah. here with each other. We didn't we didn't talk about our lists. Uh, I didn't put Bill Murray on because that's an EP, and probably mm-hmm. to spoiler, probably my number one EP. Uh, unless I make a tweak. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I have Bring the Horizons uh, new album uh, at number three. I think it's nearly perfect. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I give them it could again, it could have been number one. Uh, I think that the number one album that I have is, is very special. So it's it's that's why it's there. This could have been and it, I really got to hand it to Bring Me the Horizon because they're in the spotlight, man. Like everyone oh, yeah. is paying attention to them. Everyone is watching them, watching no, what they not do. Not even in our scene. Like our scene oh, is yeah. looking to watch them fall. The world is <laughs> kind of like watching them right yeah, now. They're and absolutely blowing up. So to to be able to deliver an album that's this good um, at a mm-hmm. time at the time that they did. And I wasn't expecting it to, to be that good, especially with the the yeah. um, the EP. Again, that's like the eighty minute long EP or whatever. I I don't know. Um, th- th- you know, th- I didn't expect this to be what it was. Mm-hmm. It completely blew me away. And yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll end up talking about it next week. We had an entire episode dedicated to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if you want to go back and listen to the podcast, you can. But I think this album is is super super good, and again, mm-hmm. I keep going back to it. I I, I, I listen yeah. to this record constantly when it came out, and I keep going back to it. And that is, yeah, someone in the chat saying they're overrated. I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they're underrated. Yeah. I mean, overrated. I don't think they're overrated. I think that they're just just good. You know, yeah. people and are talking about the song is- King Kingslayer, and they're saying that's the song of the year. That's not even in my top three, four favorite songs on the album. And it's an amazing song. Yeah, it, it was my favorite song. And now I'm like, I kind of like one by one and like yeah. stuff like that. I absolutely love this record. And I'm going to talk more about it next week because I was kind of going by like what the band said it was. Right. And like Bring Me Themselves said it was an EP. So I'm like, eh, I'll wait. But it's absolutely incredible. And when I kind of after all of these episodes are out. So probably like next week over the weekend sometime, maybe like Monday, I'm actually going to just like post my top hundred list and you'll see kind of like how the EPs and albums mesh. Damn. Top hundred is serious. Top hundred. It's, it's such a good year for music and I don't want anybody to kind of get missed. Yeah. So like, no, that's, that's, I can't wait. Absolutely crazy. I can't wait to see that. And especially like with a top 10 list, it's so hard to, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just, it's, it's very, you're very limited in, in what you can share and talk about. But when you get opened up to a hundred, then there's a lot of stuff you can, yeah. you can poke at. And I'm sure everybody, uh, whether you're on Twitch right now or whether you're listening to this on the podcast, um, and I'm really pushing Twitch these days, by the way. 
uh, mm-hmm. because this is I'm having such a blast, Pushing man. It. Getting to see you in the flesh with your cool hat on and you I know, know all, right? the, all this stuff. I mean, the like, like it's great as well to have the podcast and and thanks for everybody that that writes in and and everything. But but if you're missing the podcast, uh, come on Twitch. Uh, we're trying to do it every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's kind of trying to be our, like our time. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so so come come hang on Twitch. But no, it, it really is great that we're able to to share this music. And uh, and a top 100 list is going to be really, really cool. For sure. All right. Is so it time um, for my number three? We're at your number three now, Mike. Uh, I'm, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear your top three. All right. So this is an album that I... Edge of my seat. Kind of meant... I'm on the edge of my seat. That I kind of mentioned on the cast because I missed the week that it came out. And it should have been the number one album for the week that it came out. I kind of messed up. This is a band from the UK. I think actually my last, my top three bands are from the UK. Oasis Uh, put out a new album? Yes, they did. (laughs) No, I have no idea. (laughs) But, um, uh, so this is When I Die, Will I Get Better by Svalbard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spell that for everybody. I know this band. Yes. S-V-A-L-B-A-R-D. I'll even put it in the chat for you. Yes. Somebody because, somebody put it in a couple too many A's and too many A's again in yeah. the name. But yes. It happens. Svalbard. They're excited. They're excited. So, t- okay. Talk album, to me about, yeah, yeah. Please tell me why this album. I mean, we're, we're in the top three. You're going to have to explain yourself. Um, okay. So, I think this album is a better respire. Oh, it's kind <laughs> okay. of in the it's in the same vein where it's like this post hardcore black metal punk orchestral electronic thing that is going on and kind of hard to explain. But I think that lyrically, this band's a little bit better. They tackle kind of uh, stronger topics like one of the songs is called clickbait and it's about online bullying. One song is called What Is She Wearing? And it's about like, obviously, uh God, I lost fashion mine like sexual assault and things <laughs> like that I should not make and a like, joke about that I'm so sorry yeah yeah you're all good <laughs> but um but like it's absolutely great and I think this album kind of encompasses something that I like a little bit more out of it leans a little bit heavier towards the black metal side I think right where it kind of has this echoey haunting feeling to everything and the emotion that they just kind of drag out is great I also think that Vocally, they're a bit more dynamic. They are a female-fronted band. Um, mm-hmm. She does clean singing as well as post-hardcore screams and black metal screams, and I don't know how she doesn't kill her voice performing these. Yeah. I'm actually really interested to see a live show just so I can see her actually pull it off. I'm sure she can, but like, there's just something about this album from the first time I heard it that has just drawn me in, the layering and the mixing and everything that's going on. Um, I was sitting at a friend's house and we kind of were just like listening to the weekly music that came on. I'm just like, oh, hey, like somebody mentioned this album or I think I saw it posted somewhere. I really want to listen to this. It's got cool album artwork. Let's just put it on. We like put it on and we come around to like the third listen when we're finally like looking up this band some more and we realize it's a female vocalist. And we're like, oh my God. Yeah. And like it went from a night of like, hey, we're going to check out all this new music to we listen to this album like four times, I think. Wow. And it's just absolutely incredible. It's been on repeat for me all year. I have like four variants of the vinyl because they all look <laughs> cool press, cool pressing wise. Nice. I just absolutely love it, and I love everything they stand for. Like, 
If you like that Respire album, after checking it out, you're going to absolutely love this record. If you love this record, you're probably really going to like the Respire album too. Okay. Like, man, it's just great. All right. All right. Well, um, now I think it's time for my number two. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing this way now. Okay. I'm ready for your number two, Mike. So my number two, I think this is probably the best metalcore record put out all year. I know. Crazy. We have gotten all the way through my list and the first time we hear metalcore is number two. Um, but I have really early release came out in February. I have, I let it in and it took everything by Loathe. Oh yeah. You see the beautiful Loathe flag right there yes. on my wall. This record is absolutely incredible. Yes. It is a heavier, less horny Deftones. It is <laughs> absolutely amazing. This record knows how to vibe. It knows how to get down and get heavy. Like, I can't wait to hear this album. Yeah. Everything on it is so phenomenally done. I love, they make it a point of letting you hear the bass lines, which is so important. The guitar work is absolutely phenomenal. The drumming is probably some of the best drum work that I've heard all year. Vocally, I forget the lead singer's name off the top of my head, but he is just absolutely incredible. He goes from these like, super high intensity screams to deep growls to this like eerie voice, like clean singing. I love it. They use these like weird, almost synth wavy, like eighties computer kind of electronic tones, which I absolutely love. And I think they fit in so well. And then like the absolute like composure of the album is just a masterclass too. Like very similar to Svalbard Respire Code Orange where like, at any point you think you're safe, it's going to change on you. Where like you think it's this like super heavy portion, all of a sudden it's going to be like, nope, we're calming down. Then whenever you think, oh, it's been calm for a little bit, it's going to be like nice and heavy. Nope, we're going to be calm for the entire rest of this song. Right. And like, it's just so cool. And they do so many like neat tricks throughout the album. And it's just absolutely great. Like, yeah, I love it. Did you listen to this record at all? Am I, I just did. Like talking I the wind? did. When did it come out? I feel February. like yeah. I feel like it was a while ago, and I I remember it coming out. Um, listening to it, it was one of those albums. Like every time I listened to, I I started listening to it, something mm-hmm. came up. Like I, you know, I I was oh, like, okay, I'm gonna worst. put it on in the car, and then you know, my my drive's only like seven minutes. So like I get through and then I'm like, and I go in the store and I do whatever I have to do mm-hmm. and then like get the back in the like car, and I'm like, like, you know, and I like, up. I kept like start starting and stopping with the album and it, it actually is an honorable mention for me because, because uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I ended up going back to, back to it and listening to it. And to be honest, like I sort of, it sort of lost me, but I don't know why it's just, it yeah. just happens, you know, like with, with albums over, mm-hmm. there's lots of stuff. Um, I kept listening to my number one album, which we're going to get to. I listened to that a lot this year. Probably if you look at my, st- my Spotify stats, it's, it's probably up there. Um, you know, you know, and of course there are other albums that grab me. Not that this isn't a great album. Cause I really think it is. And I'm, again, I'm really glad it, it made your list. Um, I'm surprised yeah. it's as high as it is. Not because, not because it's not a good album. I just, I'm just surprised, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, it's here yeah, we are. This is, been an album that I've just really vibed with the entire year. Yep. Um, it's kind of at least twice a month I've played it and yep. that's 
a lot of repeatability for me yeah. listening to all this new music. All so, right. All right. Uh, absolutely great. All right. So we're going to get into my number two. Um, yes. And my number one. So you you get the final you get the final say here, Mike. Boom. Um, so my my number two uh, is a band that a lot of people may not be familiar with, even though they've been a band mm-hmm. for well over twenty years. They're from Japan. They do not sing in Ooh. English. Their music, their lyrics are one hundred percent in Japanese. This band is called Envy. E N V Y. They have been doing it for a long time. They have made some of my favorite albums and really like for people that don't know this band basically is they're either screaming and it's very like chaotic screaming or it's talking vocals in Japanese um, over some of the most beautiful, clean delayed guitar work you've heard some really cool rhythms. Um, that's what I would say to describe them. Like, I guess you could call them post hardcore, but a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. not as song, not singing. They're a little heavier than that. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have some sort of like metal, more metal influences in it. Um, I remember when I, I, I talking mm-hmm. about, um, respire, which we'll talk about again. I heard some of their more, um, ambient parts reminded me of, of envy and um but but envy's you know they've been doing it for so long yeah um i've never seen this band play live they came to toronto once and i couldn't go to the show bill got me a t-shirt thank you billy uh but no i Oof. i um absolutely love this band i love everything that they've done in their last two records um i think have been two of their best uh so that's that's mm-hmm. my number two album i i don't even know if you've heard this one mike um, but you should definitely check it out uh, if, if I did. you missed it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, a, a tremendous... Yeah, I really like this record. Yeah, really, just a band that for me has... I don't know, they're, they're really, to me, they're just, they're just, they're the kings of capturing emotion within heavy music, which if you'll, mm-hmm. if you'll, you know, if you're starting to hear, you know, uh, my list and some of the artists I'm talking about, that's something that I continue to go back to. And when a band is yep. able to Same give here. me aggression and emotion in the right package, that's going to win me over. I think that that that's something that I've learned about myself. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so so yeah, for me for me it is um, it is envy with um, and the album title is uh, the falling crimson uh, at number yeah. two. That's something I think I've learned about myself a lot of this year too. I've kind of backed away from the uh, heavy for heavy sake. Yeah. I guess kind of sound and I've really found myself getting more into the uh, what is the message the band's kind of trying to portray to me and I think that that's a little bit more important obviously like I do have records that are going to be in my honorable mentions that that's not as important but they are still fun records and I don't know yep absolutely I agree with you yep absolutely it's great um, yeah people are, are asking uh, us to, to asking recap. For another recap this is a good time to recap because we're about to getting in, into the number one and we'll take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Um, number 10 Bad for break. me is the no effects Frank Turner split. Number nine is Machine Gun Kelly, Tickets to My Downfall. Number eight, Enter Shikari, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. Number seven, Dragged Under, Seattle's Finest with The World is in Your Way. Uh, number six, Touche More, Lament. Number five, Dance Gavin Dance, Afterburner. Number four, Respire with Blackline. 
Number three, Bringing the Horizon Post-Human Survival Horror. If you call that an LP, which I do, I bet it's on a 12-inch. Uh, and number two is Envy with The Falling Crimson. Number one is coming, but first, let's hear Mike's top 10 minuses number one. Bring Me the Horizon is on a 12-inch. There you go. Uh, my number 10 is Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void by Creeper. My number nine is The Great Dismal by Nothing. My number eight is The Black, or Black Line by Respire. It's not The Black Line. It's just Black Line. Uh, number seven is Underneath by Code Orange. Number six is Pink Elephant by Stan Atlantic. Number five is Through Fire, All Things Are Renewed by Noya. That's N-O-I-J-A. It's pronounced Noya, though. Number four is Slow Decay by The Acacia Strain. Number three is When I Die, Will I Get Better by Svalbard. And number two is I Let It In and It Took Everything by Lowe. Okay. All right. We are going to take a quick break. And we will be right back with our number one album picks of 2020. And we are back. Wasn't that a nice We're break? Back. One day there that will actually great. be an ad there. <laughs> so one day. one day there will actually be an ad. Um, but yes, that's that's how we set this up. And uh, it, yeah, man, I, I just I just want to say, first of all, before we get into this, Mike, um, it's been a really great year for music. And I've mm -hmm. really appreciated the last few months doing this with you every week, catching up um, and just talking, talking music, yeah. talking shop. Um, you know, it's it's really been great. You've, you've become a really great friend to me. Uh, so so thanks for that. And, and I think everybody really appreciates um, just the work that you put in. Um, to be fair, I don't do shit. OK, this was the most work <laughs> I ever did coming up with the top 10. Um, all I do is Mike curates the top five albums of the week he knows what's up he makes good picks usually there's a couple punk records that i throw in there for good measure but um yep. yeah I, I just i just tell stories so that that's the format we we have but um it, it really has been a great year in 2020 and i'm looking forward to and, keeping this going in 2021 so thanks mike and i really enjoy being on this cast one of my favorite things to do is sending people unsolicited music recommendations so now i can kind of take the unsolicited part out of that and just recommend music to people as long as they're willing to listen to a podcast and i'm not that annoying guy who's just saying hey you'll probably like this band right. so thanks for getting me out of all of my friends dms i'm sure they appreciate it all right well without further ado our number one Picks for album of the year. Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh, that's a good drum roll. Damn. All right. My number one pick is a band. Unfortunately, Mike already had them on the list, on his list. But we Ooh. didn't have too much overlap, but this album, it's a band that I, I always liked. Uh, hung out with them on Warp Tour. Really good friends. Mm -hmm. Behind the trailer, we had some beers. Great people. Really enjoyed them. We were supposed to take them on tour at one point. They had to drop off. I mean, then they broke up. It's been a whole wild ride for them. But they released an album this year called Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. My Hell number yeah. one album of the year is by UK's Creeper. And such a good album. Again, this album, when it came out, did I think it was going to be here? I, I don't think I did. I, I liked it right away. It grabbed me. It had this 
theatrical thing to it. Uh, there was, but there was mm-hmm. so much to digest. But the album was still, you know, pop sensibility. There was song structure. Yeah. You know, they're just just. But this album, I just I kept going back to it. I kept listening to it. I kept singing along to it. They just just it kept coming for me. And um, I mean, I still don't know what the hell uh, sex, death, and the infinite void really means. But that's beside the point. I love this album. It is my number one pick uh, in a band that I am very welcome uh, to see. You know, back at it, and uh, I think. This yeah. is just the start because they had maybe it was growing only pains, up, you know, maybe maybe like the first mm-hmm. couple um, records. I, I kind of this just thought that they were like a a pop punk band with like a bit of a dark tinge, like, you know, and that's what I kind of thought, too, like yeah. an AFI sort of darkness to it or something. Um, and, and maybe that was like partly just their image. But this mm-hmm. this um, this record. And, and don't get me wrong, I really like their their early stuff too. But this record is awesome. Uh, it's just it's yeah. a songwriting masterpiece, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I've really enjoyed this album uh, since it came out, and I still do today. And uh, that's why it's my number one album. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's a great record and a definite solid number one choice. Shane, thank you. Um, uh, thank you. I don't. I don't have much to talk about well, more I, on that record. Here's I the mean, thing. I'm glad. Kind of about it. I'm glad that your that my number one is at least in your list. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I don't. I have a feeling. I. I maybe know what your number I'm glad one too. is. Um. Because you know, I think mine. I mine was in say. yours. So th- at least, yep. at least we're not that out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. Guess. We're we're pretty synced. We've got a couple outliers and things like that, but I yep. think that just kind of lines up to. Where we've come from in the kind of scene, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But, for sure. Um, okay, uh, well, without, give it to me. I'm I'm ready for your number one pick. Without further ado, my album of the year is Nothing is True and Everything is Possible by Enter Shikari. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I assumed it was coming because you said it was on, Enter Shikari was on all of your lists, every album they've ever put out, yep. and I hadn't heard it yet. That's, that's great. And yep. this album, I mean, please talk about it. Uh, I already did a little all bit, right. but please do. So kind of my thoughts and why I justify this as my number one record of the year. This is Ener Shikari's best record that they've ever put out. Yep, it is. And this record is an absolute masterclass in some of my favorite things from this year that I've been paying attention to, like songwriting, uh, composure, and just from a pure talent kind of perspective. Um, I think it's the epitome of an album this year attacking kind of our modern cultural issues that are going on uh, while still kind of telling a story throughout the entire album of this kind of like postmodern society. And it still maintains a high level of individual songwriting that isn't reliant on these kind of themes. Like it's just absolutely incredible. Um, They're even able to like put callbacks to previous album in with their, like the line in the uh, kind of interlude where they're saying, and still we will be here standing like statues. Like that's take to the skies. And the fact that they just like kind of brought in that little snippet is incredible. Um, The only thing that I kind of dislike about this album is that I haven't been able to see it live. Um, (laughs) Enter Shikari is one of my, if not my favorite live band to see. Um, They're absolutely incredible live. And I think their songs are always amazing. 
but there's just kind of like the special energy that Shikari brings to a live show. Yeah. I don't know if it's Rao. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the lights. They just are absolutely on a different level than most other live bands. And, and they always have been. I, yeah. yeah. And honestly, if they come out and they're just like, hey, tour next year, we're playing this album in full. I would be like, yes, take all of my money because I'm buying every piece of merch. I'm going to two or three dates if I can. Like, but overall, like the mixing is just absolutely incredible. The like sound selection for the electronic bits that they use, like all the fun tones there is just great. Vocally, I think this is Rao's most impressive work. Like he just throws so much emotion into the record. The drumming, guitar, bass, everything just fits. It's funky. It fits the vibe, but it's still great. Like, and lyrically, like the metaphors are awesome. And they're even so catchy when I don't even know what the words mean. Like, what is an apocaholic? I don't know. But I like find myself walking around the house and I'm just like, we're apocaholics, drinking gin and tonics. And like, that's been stuck in my head since April. (laughs) When this record came out. Yeah. Like, well, you know, when I brought it up and, um, where was it in my list? Number seven, number eight, seven or eight. Yeah. It was in my, it was in my top 10. It was number eight for me. And, and I could tell by the smile on your face. I mean, your number 10 was my number one. So right off yeah. the bat, I thought that was funny, you know? So, so, you know, so, you know, you kind of shut up a little bit about it cause you knew you were going to talk about it now. Um, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it came out at a time despite the album, obviously not being written, you know, for quarantine, it somehow it, fit the setting remarkably yeah. well. It um, had this odd parallelism. Like yeah. even like, I forget, I almost, I forget the name of the song, but they're just talking about a lot of kind of like illness and things like that. And just kind of, um, tyrannical like dictatorish governments like yeah people just generally you're given the chance to like look out for your fellow person people are choosing not to i absolutely love the line i forget exactly how it goes but they're like there was a shooting in walmart so we put a gun on every shopping cart like what <laughs> like it's great <laughs> and i think like the entire album it's supposed to be split into two where like the first half of the album is kind of this dystopian world where nothing is true. Right. And then in the end, the second half of the record is kind of supposed to be like this more fantasy where it's like, yes, none of that was true. And that's why we need to make everything possible. And that's why it's like, goes back to like more of the spacey themes of like the earlier albums. And yeah, like it's strange to me how this nothing is true portion is kind of gotten a little bit, more close to true than I would like it to be, but I just absolutely love this record and it's just amazing. I've been listening to it probably once a week since it came out. It's just absolutely incredible. I love it so much. Like all the songs are great when you put them together, but they're great for like individual things too. Like if I'm driving more than an hour, I have to listen to the great unknown as like the first song that goes on in the car. Yeah. Just because it's awesome road trip song. And then like satellites is just such a sing along banger. So like it's on my shower playlist like five times so that it makes sure it comes up very often. Like 
<laughs> I just love it. Do you have one of those? It's so good. Do you have one of those shower heads that has the built-in Bluetooth speaker? Have you seen those yet? I don't. That, I have. They're really cool. Okay, so right now, um, if you subscribe <laughs> or donate to the show right now, okay, we're gonna put this towards Mike's new Bluetooth shower head. We are going to get him this because <laughs> I, I this don't guy, need it though. I haven't. I put an echo in my bathroom, and that's what I use for my no, speaker. No, no, no. We're like, getting you the shower. Then it tells head. me the weather. We're getting you the shower oh. head. You need this, okay? The echo can okay. live somewhere else. This, my, if, if, I don't know how this guy listens to so much fucking music. This guy right here, okay? You, <laughs> I don't know how you yeah. do it. You, you, there's no. You probably listen to music while you there, sleep somehow, um, and still retain sometimes. it. I, I don't know, but yes, we need to get you the shower head. It's happening, okay? Sub donate. Okay. We're, we're getting him the shower head. It's happening. Look, here they're, we go. They're like $350, I think. It's, it, <laughs> we're, we'll get there, okay? It might take a minute. Someday. Hey, we just got two subs right now, okay? People are on board. Perfect. And you don't have to do the podcast from the shower if you don't want to. But Oh, could I though? We, could we, I? I do want to see pics of it installed. Okay. In action, yes. But, like, man, I just <laughs> love this record. Like, it's so cool. And, like, I do listen to a lot of music, Um my roommates will probably hear this and be like, yes, you do. I have speakers in nearly every room of my house. I have them in the basement where I work out. I have one in the bathroom upstairs where I shower. I have one in my personal bathroom in my bedroom, like a little one. I have a big sound bar in my actual bedroom. I have my record player upstairs, which also has Bluetooth speakers. I have a kitchen speaker. I have an outdoor Bluetooth speaker. Like I just kind of leave them everywhere and wherever I am, the like sound moves. It's great. I love it. I love listening to music all the time. I'm 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 on Amazon right now. Showerhead Bluetooth. So like I don't know if Ooh. that like numbers right. I only saw the like super nice one that was the so it was like Harmon Carden partnered with Kohler, <laughs> and I was like, oh. whoa, that's fancy. M- Mike, Mike, you are a music, yeah. a, a new music guru. Okay, we're not getting you the. We're not getting you the Aqua Dance seven inch premium high pressure oh. three fall rainfall combo. Actually, that oh, sounds nice. for the best of both worlds. Uh, actually, that sounds pretty good. But we're not <laughs> going to get you that one. We're we're going to get you the. These are actually all pretty cheap. Like we're talking about all under fifty bucks here. This is not. Hold oh on. yeah, I see, I, I see the. Where's the two hundred one now button. for oh, one ninety? Oh. Oh, this this one's got crazy music notes. Oh no, I think that's just a graphic. Um, oh, this one's there's ones with LED lights and everything. We we could turn your shower into a full on dance party. I'm <laughs> we probably could. <sighs> We're getting it for you, Mike. It's happening. Don't worry, it's happening. We're getting off the rails. <laughs> well, that's the top ten. Mike and I have made curated. I hope most of you have listened to uh, some of these records. Check them out if you haven't. Um, Mike yeah, will be sure. posting the, his list on his Instagram and I'll post, I'll post mine on my Instagram too. Um, and we'll, and we'll, we'll post wait till them, Friday we'll, we'll when post the podcast Singer- drops probably. Yeah, for sure. That and, was we'll, my plan. and we'll post them up on uh, the weed singer syndrome, uh, Instagram as well. Uh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this has been really great. We've, we've been going for almost an hour and a half here talking about, uh, yeah. 20, uh, records. Well, I guess a couple we talked about twice, but let's just say 20 albums. But, mm-hmm. you know, here's the thing. Like, there were a lot of really great albums that came out this year. Yes, there were. 
And uh, we're talking about some honorable mentions that, that you know, I'm, I'm not going to bring up any that, that I had that were in your list. Um, mm-hmm, but fine. I will bring up a couple other records. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll just bring up mine real quick. You can comment on them and then, and then we'll go for yours. Um, yeah, that works the, for me. the three that I had that weren't in your list, uh, one came up pretty recently. This is a, a band that came out a few years back, bit of a gimmicky thing. Um, th- they pretended they weren't a band, they didn't put out mm-hmm. an album. It was like weird singles and they've got a very young fan base. I don't think, I think I didn't take them seriously at first. Is it a hundred Gex? No. <laughs> okay. Um, Just making sure. This, this, this band, um, you know, but, but the, a friend of mine plays drums for this band, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, until they put out this album, which I think is great, could easily be in the top 10 list. I didn't take the band seriously. This band is called I Don't Know How, But They Found Me. Yes. Uh, it's a really good record. And I, I mean, Phenomenal. yeah, I, I, there's probably people rolling their eyes at this. They can go fuck themselves because this is a great record. And and like, I, I don't care if just because they have a young fan base, um, just because the name is like quirky and whatever, it doesn't mean that these songs are good. And it and and it doesn't mean that this production they've put together mm-hmm. some of the tones on this record are some of the best tones I've ever heard recorded. Yeah, I'm serious. This this record is unbelievable. Um, it doesn't get enough credit. So yeah, that, I'm throwing that one out there on my list. Uh, I'll keep going. 100%. Um, I've got I've got a record uh, from the band Be Well. Uh, Brian McTurney, nice. who is a producer, uh, he's he's produced everything from from uh, thrice the artist in the ambulance to uh, circus survive uh, a few circus survive records. He's done all the hot mm-hmm. water music records. Uh, he's done cave in Jupiter. I mean, this guy is like a, a legendary producer uh, in punk rock, hardcore emo, and he's got his own band, a new band. They put on an album this year. It's called be well. I think it's on equal vision records. It is a great album. It's all about mental health. Um, he's mm-hmm. had his own struggles with that. And this album is, is super, super awesome and, and needs to be shared. Uh, that's it. Be well. That's what it's called. The other one I have, yep. and, and I'm seeing this popping up on everyone's lists and I'm not trying to copy, um, everybody else because I enjoy this record too. Uh, and, and that's the album, uh, from, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, which, uh, uh, is great. It's album. just, it's just a great album. And I, I find myself putting that on in my car all the time. Uh, it, it, it's one of those albums that like, when I'm sad, I listen to it. When I'm happy, I listen to it. Like it, it sort of, it's got, it's, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's a happy record, but it, for some reason it kind of like, it's like the all season tires of, of an album. It just works yeah. for me. Um, kind of wherever I'm at. So I've really been in, uh, enjoying, uh, enjoying that album. So those, those were the three, uh, obviously like, you know, you talked about Code orange. Um, you talked about Stan Atlantic. Those were all in my honorable mm-hmm. mentions too. We talked about those in depth, but those were three that we didn't touch on. Yeah. Um, I, all great records. I really liked all three of those records as well. Um, thankfully didn't make my honorable mentions though. Okay. So I have There's a lot five of fresh honorable mentions that we can get into. I'm um, ready. The first honorable mention that I have, uh, this is probably one of my favorite kind of newfound metalcore bands this year. Uh, this is a band called The Wise Man's Fear. 
they did something that I think is really cool where they kind of incorporate power metal into metalcore. Oh, yeah. They have a pan flute breakdown. It is really <laughs> refreshing kind of hearing um, kind of like inspirational, like fighting, go do the thing lyricism. Overall, all the guitar work is just absolutely incredible. I think that it's something really unique in a genre that is, has a lot of kind of recurring themes lately. So yeah. kudos to them. Okay. Um, yeah, pan flute. Another, that's, uh, that's very cool. Or is it? I know, right? If it works, it's I cool. I think so. <laughs> it does. Um, Stitcherina333 Stitcherina says pan flute is underrated. <laughs> pan flute is underrated. I'm pretty sure Bill Murray used a pan flute this year too, so... <laughs> Well, Jethro Tull, yeah, Jethro Tull, uh, yeah, um, yeah they, they won the Grammy for metal performance, okay, with the pan flute. So if it worked for them, uh, yeah, it'll work for it'll work for your band, okay. Truth. Get a pan flute player and make that pan flute money, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm making it rain up in here, two, okay. Yeah, keep going. Number two honorable mention. Uh, another kind of artist, I guess. This isn't a band. Uh, perfectly kind of conjoined to sounds uh ghost man with his album um i forget the name of it but uh he really conjoined kind of like rap hip-hop with industrial metal exceptionally well i love the album it's a total vibe it's a bop like i don't know what more there is to say about it i kind of talked about it on the show and recommended Sorry, it as well ghost man oh ghost yeah 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 no i know you're loving that band yeah loving that band yeah absolutely incredible like and yeah, and that's um, again that's that's a record, you know, we talked about a few weeks ago and uh mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago recently and uh a couple people, months ago now. That's I on think. that's on a lot of lists. Was a couple months ago? Yeah. Jeez, man, time flies. Uh but that's you know, I'm seeing that one on lists too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely. Uh you got more? Yeah, I got three more. Okay, so, all um, right, three more. Let's keep going. So I've got a band called Super Whatever. Have you oh, heard yeah. of them? Yeah, of course. Yeah. They put out a record real early in the year. Um, I liked it because they had coolest album art concept where when you got the vinyl record, it was actually one of those like where it's just got the dots and you could actually draw the lines yourself. And like they had the numbers showing you like how to right. go. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> and also this it's kind of just been like this super happy record that has like really helped me through a lot of stuff this year. Like Awesome. It starts off and it's just like, don't you want to be glad? And like, that's the entire theme of the album is just trying to make you happy. And I think it does a really good job of that. Um, despite well, being the name, like a mostly pop album. Like, and the band name Super Whatever, that screams indifference. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, for them to be making an active, uh, uh, you know, uh, actively trying to make people happy uh, sounds great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that's a great like, pick. And a band, yeah, that's a band that doesn't get talked about nearly enough, I don't think. No. They've got a cool aesthetic too. Like they just put out a new single, which I think is cool. Like the fact that they're doing that already, like in the music video, they're all wearing these brown super, whatever, like track suits. And they're all holding like full trash bags. And if you pre-order the outfit as a set, they include a black trash bag so that you can recreate the look. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just great. I love stuff like that. Uh, It makes me so happy. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, my fourth honorable mention, because I didn't have a debut record in my top 10, this is something that I really like to commemorate bands on, is having my favorite debut record. Yeah, I had and one. my favorite. Can I pat myself yeah, on my, the back? Hold on. 
oh, I can't get back Good. there anymore. I'm just going to pat myself oh, on the back, yeah. dragged under. Here. Shout out to them. Uh, great nice debut job. album. I'm just, but I'm ready. I'm going to reach over here. Is that the way? No, I got to reach over this way. I'm going to pat Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I got to go. There we go. There we go. I think that's good. That feels great. Nice. That's the most, it's the most affection I've gotten in a while, Mike. Beautiful. I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, it's this band called half hearted. They really blend kind of pop sensibilities with post hardcore. This is another record that came out super early in the year and I didn't see, get a lot of traction. I absolutely love this band. They've released four singles because they've just been bored in quarantine. Yeah. And releasing like a single every month. They just put one out Monday, yesterday. Yeah. Sick. I think it was yesterday. But like absolutely awesome band. They're super poppy, super fun. I love the guys. They're all super nice. Like awesome dudes. Yeah. Great music. Probably my favorite debut record this year. And my last one's kind of a shared honorable mention. I want to talk about one more than other. But we had some great comeback bands this year. Um, Obviously, The Ghost Inside coming back is a phenomenal thing. Yes. Um, Not the band I want to talk about, but I feel like I would be amiss if I didn't mention them and their incredible story and how great it was of them to make an album this year. But my favorite comeback record this year was Invent Animate. I think they put out Uh one of the best kind of traditional metalcore, like progressive metalcore albums this year. Absolutely incredible guitar work, vocal work, lyrical work. It is a masterclass in writing kind of standard prog metal, I guess. Um, I'm really Is that happy. A thing? Can you say back. standard prog metal? That seems like, you, you I know, don't know. <laughs> can, can the, by definition can progress it. Like, can anything prog metal be standard? Right. So I guess like pop, <laughs> pop, popular prog right, metal, core, yes. right? Like I think they're, they're kind of filling that void and they're just an awesome band. And I, they were so close. They were my number 11 and I just had to make something to shout them out, and I absolutely love them. Great. Great band. Great. Well, look at that, eh, Mike? We did it. We did our top 10 list each. And some honorable mentions. And some great honorable mentions. And, I mean, there's so many more albums we could talk about. I know you're going to be posting your top 100. When is that going to come out? How are are we releasing Um, this? Probably, like, the week after uh, Christmas. So, like... I think the EP episode comes out Christmas Day, right? Uh, and then, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then so probably like sometime that week, maybe like Monday or Tuesday, I'll just be putting on my list on Instagram. And yep. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. Yep. I haven't decided. I've got a write-up for the top 10 album of the year, too, that's probably going to go out cool. sometime. I don't know. I'm kind of like vibing into the end of the year so i say these things and i might do them i might not we'll see at this point yeah it's Depends all good motivated i feel all good all good well one thing people can be sure of is that next wednesday uh which is we'll the 23rd uh 6 p.m eastern which is a becoming our standard time uh yep 6 6 p.m eastern we'll be here and we're going to be talking about uh the top eps um, of the year, but we're also going to make up and Mike and I'll be talking over the next week. We're going to have some other mm-hmm. categories, uh, some, some fun ones. Uh, we'll talk, shit like on, we'll talk some shit on some bands, um, oh, yeah. you know, and we'll have a whole bunch of stuff. Um, maybe I'll even be able to curate it a little better on here with some graphics. So you guys know what the hell's going on. Uh, we should have mm-hmm. probably had like little graphics, you know, in the middle being like, Hey, here's the list as we go. Um, we're getting better every week. Uh, yeah we'll figure it out yep we'll figure out that stuff but uh 100 uh we will be here 
on Wednesday. If you're listening to this on the podcast, because this is too long to edit very well, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> then, then come back uh, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shantold. Thanks to everybody here on Twitch as well. You guys are killing it, man. For sure. The chat's been pumping tonight, man. People are like... It has. Like lit up, man, over uh, over the lists. And, um, you know, I guess I will throw this out here to the chat real quick and and um, we can talk about it in a second. What did we miss Yeah, that we didn't talk about either in the top 10 or in, in our honorable mentions? And hopefully mm-hmm. no one responds. <laughs> Which means we did perfect, but I mean it's oh, it's an impossible <laughs> impossible task. Yeah, the used the used heart work, absolutely. Um, and I had that in my I kicked was kicking the tires on putting that in my list. I do really think the used record is is probably the best thing they've put out since their yeah. Uh, may, I think maybe their first album, um, arguably their second album. It's a great record, mm-hmm. uh, really, really good I record. So I think it's I, the I best think, they put think, out in a long time, too. Yeah, absolutely. It is their best record in a very long time. Um, yeah, and oh, here they all come. Boys of Fall, that's I know that's a band you like. Boys of Fall, great yep. album. Love uh, Boys of Fall. Currents, love that album. Very close to being in my album of the year. Um, no Good Left to Give by Movements, absolutely great album. Youngblood's new album, I loved it. I don't think it's good enough to be in the top 10 discussion. Yep. Uh, if you put it there, cool. Polaris, the death of me. I know a lot of people are circle jerking this record and I absolutely love it. I think it's overrated. It's a good standard metalcore <laughs> here album. Here we go. Here we go. Well, it's... Mike's, uh, Mike's uncaged. <laughs> uncaged. I almost, should, I almost we, knocked my we, last we probably, off the wall. <laughs> we, we should probably end the show before I come completely out. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, Jeff Rosenstock, that's a, that's a record everyone's talking about. Absolutely. Yep. The new Less Than Jake record was really good. Yes, Baysides and Tara yep. Bang was last year. Otherwise, that would have definitely been in in my top 10. In fact, uh, Baysides um, and Tara Bang was in my my last decade top 10. That's how good Ooh. I thought that that record was. Um, but yeah, for the most part, um, for Bayside's the most part, cool. you know, no one's getting too pissed off in the chat. So, um, no, mm. I, I just think, yeah, thank you, everybody. Make sure that you're here tuning in next Wednesday. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk some it, mad it'll shit be more, on Green Day. Okay? I think it'll be way more laid back than this one. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'll tell you what I think about that Green Day record. Um, oh, yeah. You know what I might like, do right before like 5 p.m. Eastern? I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put wanna, it on and I'm going to listen to that you, piece of shit. You want... You want to meet up early here in the Zoom and we'll have a little listening party between the two of us and force no, ourselves well, to listen well, to this. You know what? We have to, we have to, no, we, we should save that for a rainy day. Yeah. For like a fun episode or something yeah, like that. Yeah. We should do a commentary on that fucking Green Day fucking record. Yeah. Where we like actually like start your play of Green Day's Father for All in three, two, <laughs> one and then we like do live commentary yeah. over the yeah, album yeah, yeah. that's that's what that's what we should do but but definitely when we when we're next week when we have the category um most uh uh piece of shit records uh of the year yeah. uh yeah. like it's it's that's beyond most disappointing this is the shit shit <laughs> <laughs> all this new shit got a new whip that's some new ice some new drip got rid of my old trash got a new bitch all this new shit all this new shit